Dinner Time with Dr. Joseph Rice. All right, that's the series. We're going to do a three-part series entitled The Fantastic Voyage. Today, that's going to be our series. The Fantastic Voyage. Fantastic Voyage for the next three songs. And today, for a subtopic, tell somebody when obedience, when obedience meets the word. Meets the word. Meets the word. Yeah. So we're going to pause that. You know, every time you go on a cruise, you got to dock a few places. So our first dock is going to be here in Luke chapter 5. When obedience meets the word. Jesus goes and he, he teaches. Um, and he goes on uh, one of his boat called Simon. And Jesus tells Simon to thrust out of the and Jesus makes an amphitheater uh, on the ship. And everyone that is there, they surround Jesus. And Jesus begins to teach. Now, when Jesus had got there, they had said that they were there. And they were washing their nets. Um, they had fished all night long. And they had washed their nets. So Jesus makes this amphitheater. And the people surround him. And in the surrounding of him, they began to listen to him teach. They listened to Jesus teach. Simon and Peter and the rest of them are still cleaning their nets. They were fishermen. They had a business. Their business was fishing. So they began to teach. He teached after he had taught. He says this to Simon. He goes to Simon and tell Simon. He said, Simon, this is what I want you to do. He says, I want you to launch out in the deep. And he says, I want you to prepare for uh, a drought. I want you to prepare to catch what you hadn't caught all night. Now Simon, them being fishermen, they figured that they knew the best time to fish. And everybody knows that sometimes our time ain't God's time. Amen. Amen. And then, too, we have to look at the perspective of that. Maybe God was just showing them that without me, you can't do anything. But with me, all things are possible. Yeah. So he tells them, get ready to let down your nets. And he says to him, but we have been fishing God all night. And he doesn't use the word fishing. He uses a word and says, we've been toiling all night to say that it was a strain that it had been vigorous out here all night long and listen to be honest with you God we just tired now have, have you ever had a, a moment in your life to where you just get tired yes. and you just yes. feel like taking a break yes. somebody ought to talk to yes. me now and it's, it's when you ever had one of the moments where you said, I'm going to just sit at the house and do absolutely nothing yes. today. And then the phone rings and says, I need you. Yes. Oh, yeah. Anybody ever had that happen? Yes. Have you ever been in your home to where you finally get dinner done? You done got out the shower. You done got relaxed. Now you're ready to sit down and eat dinner. And then somebody knocks at your door. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
Have you just ever had a moment to where you was just ready to relax? You was ready to call it a day and somebody interrupts what you're getting ready yeah. to do. Simon says this. He says, Lord, we've toiled all night. In so many words, he's saying, listen, I'm pretty tired. And it's morning time, and I'm ready to go to bed. He doesn't say that, but in his, in his speech to God, really that's what he's saying. I'm a little tired now, God. I'm really ready to go to bed. I've had all I can take for the day. He says, listen, we've been out here all night, and we haven't caught anything. That explains some of us in life. Some of us have been in the same spot for 20 and 30 years all right. and hadn't got anywhere. Some of us been dealing with the same thing for 20 and 30 years and hadn't got anywhere. Has anybody looked at your life and says, say to yourself, I should be much further than where I am now. And why is it that I'm falling backwards instead of moving forward? Am I talking to anybody yeah. in here? Yeah. Anybody, you, you, still, you still got some dreams that you want to achieve? I got anybody that's still dreaming in here. Yeah. Anybody that's still dreaming in here? And I'm serious. Is anybody still got some stuff that you want to obtain in your life? Yes. That even though it ain't happened yet, you still waiting on it to happen. How many of you still waiting on God to do something that he told you he was going to do? <laughs> yeah. Anybody in here? Yeah. Anybody but the Bible said those that wait upon the Lord, he what? Shall no matter how weak you get in your waiting, understand that when God shows up, he's going to bring strength back to your life. Amen. It's just like a woman having a baby. She's weak at the moment of pregnancy, but once the baby is delivered, she gains strength when she sees what she's delivered. Amen. That's how life is sometimes. Jesus tells him, he says, and I'm glad he told Simon, I'm glad he didn't tell Don Thomas, because Thomas would have been like, no, God, I'm packing up, I'm jazzed, I'm gone. <laughs> but when you look at Simon, his name means to, 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 to listen. And he was a listener. And Jesus tells him, listen, man, you let down your nets, and then we're gonna, you're going to catch fish. Now, let me show you how, how, how. How Simon was still reluctant to do what God told him. Jesus uses nets, N-E-T-S, in the scripture. But Simon lets down a net, N-E-T, when he responds. See, some of y'all still ain't getting it. Amen. Look, it's in the text. Jesus tells him to let down his nets with an S. But then Simon says, nevertheless, I'm going to let the net down at your word. In other words, I'm tired to let all the nets down. But I'll let one net down so I can appease you. My brothers and sisters, you can't appease God with your half-worshiping self sometimes. I know y'all ain't talking to me. You can't give God half of what you want to give. You just can't give God and think God is going to accept anything that you give him. You cannot give God your leftovers and think it's okay. You can't say I'm going to miss and go to a football game today, but I'll make it up on Tuesday night in Bible study. God says I may not let you make it to Tuesday night. Now, y'all ain't talking to me. You can't afford to give God half a credit. Y'all with somebody that holler at me. God does not want your leftover meals that you serve each other. You cannot serve that attitude to God. Amen. 
Y'all getting too quiet in here. You can't give God your leftovers, your secondhand stuff. God ain't no God of leftovers, a secondhand. Why would you give somebody secondhand that only gives you first class? Yeah. Amen. Amen. Somebody talk to me. Why would you give God secondhand when somebody only gives to you first class? How many of y'all know God don't give nothing but first class? Amen. Man, I feel like y'all should have did better than that. Maybe that's why, maybe I'm, I, I know I'm happy. God, you've been good to me. You've been a first class God to me every day of my life. Even when I wasn't deserving, you've still been first class to me. When everybody said what I couldn't do, God, you still was first class to me because you let me do it. When they talked about me, you picked me up. When they died on me, you turned it around. God said, I'm a first hand God. Why would you give me secondhand stuff? Can, can I help you? And I'm serious. We're going to move on. I ain't got no problem. Y'all know we wear jeans. We wear everything in here. That's cool. I always look nice, but I think it's sad if you dress better for the club than you do Woo! for the church. You dress better for a barbecue than you do to come to church. Wow. And I'm not saying you have to change your name brand, but you could iron them pants. Oh, y'all ain't talking well. to me. But I bet you won't go to nobody's functioning like that. I bet you iron your pants, crease your shirt. But when it come to God, I ain't talking about those that just got off and come to I ain't talking about all that. I'm talking about y'all know what I'm talking about. Amen. God accept me any kind of way. God may accept your heart any kind of way. But your appearance to God should always be the best that you're going to give God. Yeah, God, I ain't got on a pelly pelly, but my shirt is clean. My, my shirt is fresh. Y'all hear me? I ain't got to have on Nike shoes, but the shoes that I got on is clean. Listen, God just want you to give him your best. Yeah. I don't think I'm going to give the world better than I give yeah. God. Really? Some dude you just met, you go get your hair done, nail done, feet done, finally brush your teeth for once in your life, and you talking about you looking good? I know y'all ain't. Come on, Pastor. We finally, there has to be some maturity in your relationship with God. To where God is not second hand. And the only reason I'm telling you this is because I've met a lot of people down through the years that have died. And on their deathbed they said, I wish I'd have treated God a lot better. Amen. Oh, the moment that you get ready to face him, you want to change. Amen. Why not change now? Yes. Amen. Why you have an opportunity yes. to. Just, tell somebody when obedience means the word. So he says to him, nevertheless at thy will. I'm going to let it down. This is what he says. Three points, I'm done. When obedience, when obedience meets the word, number one, I want you to understand God takes all responsibility. Wow. Maybe, maybe some things have not changed in your life because you have not been obedient to what God has commanded you to do. And when you do it your way, wow. you take responsibility. But when yeah. you do it God's way, he takes responsibility. Right. Like my daddy told me was walking through the thing. And my daddy said, I said, Daddy, y'all know I love potato chips. I said, Daddy, uh, I don't eat them now. But I said, Daddy, I'm hungry, I promise. We was walking through, it was a place in Clarksville called Kelly's Food City. And Daddy said, get them potato chips. And I got the potato chips thinking I gotta wait till we get to, he said, go on and eat them. And I said to myself, I ain't, if I eat them, that's called stealing. Daddy's like, no, go on and eat them. And when I did what daddy told me, daddy said, don't worry about it. Because if anybody say anything, I got you. 
Okay. As I told you to heal. Brothers and sisters, when you obedient to the word of God, God takes all responsibility. So even when the enemy comes for you, they're not fighting you. They got to fight God. And the reason is because you did what God told you to. Uh, and maybe that's why some of us are beat up so bad. Maybe that's why some of us are scarred so bad. Because we want to show everybody we big enough and tough enough to take care of things of ourselves. And God allows Satan just to beat us down. Because we're not obedient to the word of God. But when we are, when obedience meets the word, God takes all responsibility. That's when you sit back and say, don't talk to me. You talk to God. I want you to understand something. When obedience meets word, on this fantastic voyage, pit stop, when obedience meets word, not only does God take all responsibility, but I want you to understand the power is in his word and not in your ability. Simon had to realize, I don't need your fisherman skills. I just need you to do what I told you. See, a lot of times we try to use our abilities to impress God. And God is saying, I gave you the little ability that you have. So it's not your ability that I need. It's your obedience that I'm looking for. Amen. And so Simon was like, God, you don't understand. We done, we done fished all night. We can't catch nothing else. And God says to him, listen, man, I don't need your fisherman skills. I don't need you to bait no hooks. All I need for you to do is drop the net. Listen, God is just waiting on some of y'all to drop the net. Right, you try to use your education, just drop the net. You try to use your money, just drop the net. You try to use your personality, just drop the net. God does not need anything out of you except for you to be obedient to what he told you to do. All Simon had to do was dropped in there. And I, I like it because God waited on them to clean it because God don't let good stuff come in dirty situations. That's why he let them wash it first. Because anytime God gets ready to bless you, the situation got to be clean. And maybe God ain't blessing some of you because some of us still got some dirty nets. But God does not need your ability, Wayne, for him to bless you. He needs your obedience to bless you. He does not need your sacrifice. He needs your obedience. If tithing is a sacrifice for you, keep it in your pocket. Amen. Tithing is not a sacrifice to me. It's an obedient Amen. thing to me. Okay. There's a difference. Man, he don't need your ability. He don't care how well you do what you do. He just needs for you to be obedient. Because he's God. And he's taking the responsibility out of your hand. Ain't that an amazing thing? Thirdly, and I'm done. When obedience meet the word. The Bible says that when they dropped the net, that they caught so many fish that they had to call their partners to come back out. If they'd have had enough nets around, they wouldn't have had to bother the rest of the folk. Mm -hmm. But since they had some doubt, they dropped one net and had to call other folk. Brothers and sisters, when obedience meet the word, you need to prepare for the overflow from God. Oh, Amen. Amen. Wow. 
Is anybody in here looking forward to the overflow? Oh, yeah. Amen. My life yeah. has been good. Yeah. But man, ain't it something that when I follow the word of God oh, yeah. and I be obedient to the word of God, ain't it something how overflow will show up in your life? I'm talking about sometimes you have to put that saucer. When we used to pour coffee sometimes, daddy would put a saucer under yeah. his cup. Yeah. Daddy, what is that saucer for? As a little boy, daddy said, I'm catching what don't get in the cup. And he said, some things get in the cup and come out because you pour so much. Uh -huh. And the saucer allows me to catch what I would have lost. Yeah, Y'all ain't yeah, here. Yeah. Are you, yeah. is there anybody in yeah. here right now that even though your life may not be where you want it to be, that you are preparing for God's overflow. Somebody ought to hug yourself and yeah. tell yourself, I'm preparing for God's overflow. I know it's coming. Anybody know it's coming? And, and, and the reason that it's coming, I got my cup and my salsa. And when God opens up to wonder, yeah, he's going to pour out a blessing. Watch this, what does the Bible say? That I won't have room enough to receive. Is it anybody here that's waiting on your overflow? Yeah. You ought to just hug yourself. Y'all know I don't do that, touch that neighbor. But you ought to hug yourself and say, baby, my, my time is coming to where I won't have room enough to receive what God has for me. Have I got about 30 of y'all could just lift your hands and say, pour it down on me. Y'all ain't having no church in here. Tell them, pour it down on me. Tell them, pour it down on me. I'm tired of being tired. I'm tired of being tired. I need you right now. I need a breakthrough. I need you to come and see about me. I'm tired of crying. I'm tired of moaning. I'm tired of weeping. I'm tired of tossing and turning. You got to claim it and believe it because the Bible says that he makes a table for me in the presence of my enemy. But then it gets down and said, but my cup. Tell somebody, what happens on that cup? In the 23rd Psalm, what happened? My cup runneth over. And then it closes up and said, but surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. That's why I didn't get killed in the clubhouse because goodness and mercy was on my tracks. Is it anybody can say that's why I didn't die in a hospital bed because goodness and mercy was right there with me. Can anybody say that's why I ain't homeless no more because surely goodness and mercy was right there with me. Is 
Americans said, that's why I drive instead of walk now, because goodness and mercy. Somebody. Just look at them. You ain't got to touch them. Just look at them. Tell them I'm waiting on my overflow. Tell them somebody, I'm waiting, I'm waiting on, my on my overflow. Ladies and gentlemen, yes. the Fantastic Voyage will be moving on. All right. Come on. Amen. Get back on board. Get back on board. Tell somebody, no, I'm looking. Tell yourself, tell yourself, tell yourself, I'm looking for my overflow. Tell yourself, I'm looking for my overflow. Yeah. Come on, tell yourself, mean it from your heart. I'm looking for my overflow. I'm expecting my miracle any day now. Any day now. Come on, get on board. I'm expecting my Dinner Time with Dr. Joseph Rice.